You're listening to Dear Straight People, episode three. Welcome to today's podcast. My name is Porter and my pronouns are he, though. Uh, hello, my name is Ethan and my pronouns are also he, though. I'm Eddie and my pronouns are he, him. Um, today we'd like to start off with how people use their pronouns. So obviously my pronouns are he, they. So I, instead of being called, oh, he does this, he does that. Um, sometimes I'd like to be used as, oh, they do this, they do that. Because like, for me, it's just more comfortable when people use different different pronouns because um, I don't necessarily fit into the binary of um, he, him pronouns all the time. Yeah, I definitely agree. But I know it might sound a bit silly at first when you go up to someone, but always like if, so, if you're meeting someone... Always ask their pronouns. Ask their pronouns. It might sound very silly at first, like if I go up to Eddie and I'm like, Eddie, hi, my name's Ethan, my pronouns are he, they. Hello, Ethan. It, it just might seem a bit weird, but it, I think it's just like, way it's a basic level know. of respect. Yeah. It's almost like a handshake in a way. It's like asking someone's name. Yeah. It basically is. It's just kind of a basic level of respect. And now that um, a lot of a lot more people have come into terms with their pronouns as well, because like that, you see a lot more people using different types of pronouns, which is incredibly good. Definitely. Uh, so let's move on to today's actual topic, which is musical, musical theatre. I love musical theatre. We all absolutely love musical theatre. I hate it. Really, Eddie? Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, should we get Eddie off the podcast? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Bye, Eddie. We need him. He's actually informative. Um, well, I, he knows nothing about musical theatre. I do know stuff about musical theatre. I, I watch Tick, Tick, Boom. And Tick, Tick, Boom is amazing. Everyone talks about Jamie in a day. Because they kind of asked you to. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and Porter doesn't watch that yeah. documentary. You asked him to watch a few the reason ago. I actually still need to watch it. It looks really good. Yeah, the reason we are actually doing musical theatre is that we feel, in our opinions, this is only our opinion which probably isn't the best opinion to go by. <laughs> um, but we all think that it's we probably the best representation that people in the community get is through musical theatre. Or theatre in general. Or, yeah, theatre in general, to be honest. Um, but the first... We'll talk about two shows today. Uh, probably both of them you've heard of. Uh, one of them is the show Everyone's Talking About Jamie, which has been like recently remade into an Amazon Prime film. Yeah, yeah musical... Um, it's about a drag queen um, in the United Kingdom, which is very interesting. Yeah, and the second one is, I know we all love it, it's Tick, Tick, Boom, which is based off an original um, show off-Broadway by Jonathan Larson, who also actually created Rent, which is probably something that you've heard of. But let's start talking about Jamie first. Um, basically, uh, the show, everyone's talking about Jamie, was um, it's actually based off a true story of Jamie Campbell. And he, um, it's basically the story is about a 16-year-old boy uh, who's in his very last year of high school, and he's going through finding himself, and he, he figures out that he like wants to be a drag queen. And he faces constant harassment and abuse from everyone in the school. Even teachers, which I found really horrible to find out that. That even, even young kids can get harassed by teachers. Mm. Like, you're meant to feel safe at school, but, and it's surprising just to hear that. Yeah, definitely. But um, I feel that this story is is, one, is a really, really good one because it kind of matches our stories in a way. Like, no, not matches them, but it's it's similar. We can I think to it's them. relatable. It's very, it very relatable. It happens in yeah. the UK with someone our age. In in high school as well. Like yeah, They go through the whole process of exams, stress, careers, all of that kind of stuff. But throughout the show, it's constantly um jamie being harassed called names called slurs as well um by this other student dean is it it is dean yeah. dean chapman 
Um, he's horrible. He's a horrible person. Okay. Um, he is quite horrible, to be yeah. honest. But the thing is, um, this it, it, the show kind of shows his progression through and eventually overcoming that because at the end, he tries. He tries his best, just not let it bother him. But Which is really powerful. It's a really powerful movie. Definitely. And the one thing that with the original, the actual person who's based off, Jamie Campbell, is that um, he says the person that he had the most support from throughout the entire thing was his mother. And I think that is also very relatable. Not for everyone having their own mother doing it, but everyone has that. They can probably name one person. Yeah, support system. That their support system is there. And... It's something that we all obviously greatly recommend. Like, if you're struggling, and if you feel that you actually can't go to your parents about it, sit down with a friend, tell a friend. Or even a teacher that you Tell someone that you're comfortable with. Yeah. Because I could say right now that I would feel safe telling anything to Eddie. Porter, it's a (laughs) eh. Um, Really, Ethan? Really, yeah. (laughs) Um, um, I'm offended. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah. um, If you want to talk a little bit about now, Porter, if you want. Um, well, yeah, obviously having a support system is really, really good. And um, without a support system, it can get really difficult um, in school because, like, if you don't... Obviously, if you don't have a support system, then you can... Like, it can really suffer. You can really suffer with mental health. And, like, it can send you during spirals and, like, you can even go through really difficult stages of depression sometimes. Um, and it's, like, incredible it's just incredibly um sad to re- think that such a young person had such a horrifying experience when school is meant to be a safe and learning meant to be a safe space for people to learn and to expand their knowledge and it's just like it's really it's really difficult for me to hear that yeah i feel that nowadays schools are like a lot different like i, I think you guys can agree with me on that definitely yeah they're a lot better now like schools now have this system in place where it's just not tolerated whatsoever i mean and yeah i mean recently there was a bill still in place that teachers couldn't talk to students about sexuality or gender mm. so that that's still in the 2000s so we're still not we're still not perfect but definitely not but progression comes in a few steps forward and a few steps back and that's yeah. actually a quote from Barack Obama as long as there are more steps forward than back that's the yeah definitely mm. um but do you have any comments actually on it Eddie um yeah I think as well it's, it's quite realistic with Jamie I don't I don't relate to his character too much because I didn't do a proper coming out thing at school if that makes sense I just sort of um, I've never, yeah. I've never, I've never said it. But I, I, I have said it. If people ask me, but I've never, never just like just shown just it, just self-disclosed yeah. it. Um, but I think as well with with Jamie's dad, that shows an interesting dynamic of yeah. him just not not supporting his son, and it, it's really difficult because all all a lot of LGBTQ plus people want is to be accepted for who they are, how they want to identify, what their sexuality is. That That's all they want. And sometimes if you have someone that close to you who you have looked up to your whole life, your first male figure to look up to, if they start to, to, to disown you, make homophobic comments, it can be really difficult. Yeah, it can be. No. Mm. Yeah. Um, I With the character of Jamie, because obviously you don't, like, 
relate to it that much. You, you obviously relate to it, but you don't relate as much. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. I, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but definitely, I feel like me and Paul could probably relate to it a lot more because he's he's bullied basically for being this more flamboyant, feminine, flamboyant feminine, person. Yeah. And if you know Porter or myself, <laughs> I am very, very flamboyant, especially yeah. Porter. I am. Like, yeah. People people would describe me as like f- overly feminine. Or overly flamboyant. Uh, I'm stop rinsing. And I, I see the technicians giving me like a little glare there. Um, <laughs> um, but basically, okay, I can be slightly flamboyant. And I can be slightly feminine. Slightly. But, okay, but I don't see why, why, why it's not accepted. Yeah, like, the, like there's nothing wrong with it. There it's is just, nothing wrong with it. It's just that society's like gender norms yeah it's they the, dictate yeah. certain things so i i think that i i just think that this story really really just hits home for a lot of people and it's very relatable even if even if you if you're not in the community yourself so if you have time uh you just go watch it it's on amazon prime it's the movie version of it everyone knows the musicals way better because the, you can't beat the musical musicals with the are film. incredible i love musicals apart from tick tick boom um, mm. But I've never seen the original because I wasn't alive, and, and it's got a, it's got a happy ending as well, so that's quite it nice. It, it might not ending. be the most. I feel like the end goes a bit cheesy in Hollywood, and oh, everyone accepts him. Definitely, but apart from his dad, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But no, I do really like the end scene where he goes to prom and like he goes. I don't, in. I don't like the end. Scene. <laughs> okay, I, I find it so cringy. Well, those of you who haven't he, watched he, it again, the end scene is cringy, but it's quite a powerful. Like he doesn't <laughs> like when the teacher says you're not coming in your drag persona, you're coming as you, and then he comes as himself. But like me, and, me, yeah. Uh, well, no, that's the drag persona. Give me a second to explain it because people actually probably haven't seen the film or oh, the musical yeah. and know nothing what it's about. But Spoilers. basically, Sorry. yeah, spoiler alert here. <laughs> At the end of the show, uh, he was told by his teachers to come to prom as himself. And not as did. his drag persona, me, me, me. And because she said, if you came as it yourself, if you didn't come as yourself, you'd be ruining it for everyone else. So he turns up as himself and himself is heels and a dress. Which and, is perfectly yeah, fine. And the teacher doesn't let him in basically and she says no you're going to ruin it for everyone else just attention stealing but at that point everyone else stands with him and everyone else refuses to go in basically yeah and they cause like a not well not a riot but like <laughs> I'd say a riot a really like, cringy scene where everyone's chanting James' yeah. name and asking for him to be let in yeah it is it is quite cheesy but then again I do no, think it's quite powerful God. yeah I but, think that kind of like says like a lot about saying like it kind of says that if you see someone struggling, you maybe doing just like, like one little thing will cause other people yeah. to do one little thing, and even that even that single little thing could make a huge effect on this one person. Mm. Um, but one of my favourite scenes from the film is when he comes out as me, me, me. When he comes out first, when he does drag on a stage, like it. I think that's one of my favourite scenes, probably. And he tells Dean to go away. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. that looks good. And I love. I love the dress that he wears when he comes out as me, me, me. It's incredible. It I is love it so much. Very incredible. Um, we should probably get into our second musical yes, today. Thank you. Uh, this is probably one that more people have heard of. I like this one. Yeah, it came out like f- September. W- no, it came no, out no, recently. It came out like a few weeks ago. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. Tick, tick, boom. It came out on like November. Right. Okay. You guys talk about it, and I I will find out when it came out for you guys if you really want me to. So it follows the plot of it's a real story. It's got real songs from the original. Um, 
writer it was about and it's a musician called Jonathan Larson who writes musicals. He's been writing a musical about space for many years. Called Superbia. Yeah, so see, that, that's the name, Superbia. Um, just a quick thing. It was released on the 12th of November. Yeah, so I didn't realise that. Checkmate. I thought it was a few yeah, weeks. It's yeah. obviously Sorry never played that, by Limo Miranda, and if you know who he is, you probably recognise his work from he does Hamilton, Hamilton yeah. ah. Moana, In the Heights, In the Heights, in the Heights and what's the other one? Encanto recently. Oh, was he, did he ah, do that? Okay. Yeah, that he, yeah, he wrote all the songs for that because he's an absolute genius. I love Encanto. Encanto is such a good film. But basically, but. Tick Tick Boom <laughs> is it's this off Broadway show which uh, Jonathan Larson created. Before his 30th Bef- birthday. Before his, yeah, before his 30th birthday. And it was this whole show kind of explaining his life story of not being able to get his show. not Onto being Broadway. Exactly. And this is, it's it, Jonathan Larson, if you don't know who he is, he's obviously the creator of Rent, which is one of the most, like, it kind of progressed musical theatre, like, so far forward. Mm. It was, like, a massive thing back when it released. He, ne- he never saw it, did he? He never, he never saw, saw it. Performed. He died at age 36. Didn't he um, die like a few like a n- He died the night before yeah, the, night the before first, first showing of the show on Broadway and he died of uh, a coronary heart thing and that uh I, I just think it's sad he didn't get to see his show, but the thing is his show still still lives on. Yeah. Definitely. It, it's very important. When you think of musical theatre you think you think the stuff up is like wicked, but rent is always there. Yeah. Without Rent, a lot of these shows probably would not have happened. I haven't seen Rent, but it looks like an incredible show. I've seen I need Rent, to watch. and it is absolutely yeah. amazing show. Do you know where we can find it to watch? Uh, in theatres. Ah, of course. Probably on the dodgy website somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I'm, sure. I'm not yeah. sure if it's on Netflix or Prime <laughs> or anything. Yeah. Um, but Tick, Tick, Boom, you might know who stars in it. It's Andrew Garfield. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, but basically, the story obviously starts with him trying to get his musical Superbia like published... Not published, like uh, shown on Broadway. Broadway. Get it produced yeah, on by Broadway. someone to put on Broadway, and he goes through all the struggles of it, and and like how he has to create this one song, but he's got a writer's block, hasn't he? Definitely. Um, but basically, he talks. The one thing that we're going to focus on is how he, he has this friend, this friend who was trying to succeed in musical theatre as well, but eventually after. he gave up. After, yeah, yeah exactly. and, he, and he went to corporate offices and just did corporate advertisement. Jobs. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But and they have some friends. Yeah, one really important thing about that character is because he's gay, which is a really good representation in the musical, but it also shows the story of how... his story of HIV, um, yeah. because you find out later on in the film, uh, if you've watched it, that he gets HIV, and it's such an incredibly sad scene when you realise that he's got got it, and like they have like an argument, but like it's so, it's so upsetting, but it's so emotional that it... It's just, it's so incredible that there's no words for, for it. For really. me, the scene after, um, what was it, Jonathan? After Jonathan finds out and he goes and plays the piano and sings a song. That bit nearly yeah. got me. That bit nearly yeah, got it me. Nearly got you uh, it nearly got, I was crying the whole way through. No, the movie, yeah, it's okay. such I a was good in film. tears. The few themes it touches on are uh, the HIV AIDS crisis. Um, yeah. And I think there's quite a bit of growing up and not mm. and tr- trying to let go as well. Those are the few themes it touches Definitely. on. Definitely. And one of the things I do remember is, obviously, it wasn't just um, his friend who had HIV. He had a whole other set of friends who, yeah. died. who were in hospital yeah. and he talks about going to funeral after funeral after funeral. Yeah. Three funerals in one year. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it was like 26, 30. And, and watching the parents like. cry of the bodies. Yeah, this was so this all set in like the 1990s and, and back then... They didn't H- know much H- about AIDS They, and they knew bits about it, but they blamed it on the community. Yeah. yeah. And... They, they, it used to, people who don't know, but it used to be called Grid, 
and GRID stands for, if I remember correctly, it's uh, like immunodeficiency disease, but the first letter of it stands for gay. Yeah. And that was the original name that doctors used yeah. to it's describe it. It's horrible. Which I think is... I, I get I didn't know much about it then, but to blame it on one, one specific yeah. community... That's, and that's probably where they saw it, yeah. yeah mm. they, they didn't They didn't even bother trying to research anything into it. They just let them die, basically. Yeah, it's like there's, a, no, there's another show that covers a lot about the AIDS and HIV. It's called It's a Sin, um, which is on ITV. Um, and that's a lot about HIV and AIDS like and the struggle that a group of friends, um, LGBT group, a, a, a group of LGBT people and the struggles that they go through um, during the crisis. Yeah, um... One of the quotes I remember from this film, it's very when he when he when he finds out he has HIV, it's very yeah. he, he he says that he's when he says why would you take why would you work in advertising and he says I, I want to get a job because I want to earn money and yeah. I want to actually live my life before it's cut too short because he he is he is fully in the mindset that he is going to die yeah because, because anyone who caught AIDS back then was. They basically they had like a year, a year max mainly. They already got into their head that they were going to die. There was no research. Doctors did nothing, Mm. and they had it into their heads they're going to die. And so they're all just saying, "I want to try and live my life before Before I I can't anymore." And that scene is just incredibly powerful because it shows how much was blamed and how much hate the community got. Imagine how upsetting that would be, though, if you're if if you had an LGBTQ friend group and you knew that your life was a ticking time bomb and you knew that their lives were a ticking time bomb and they were getting sick. Imagine how difficult that would be if suddenly two or three of your friends just died. Imagine yeah, how difficult It's horrible that would be. to it, watch It's just them. horrible to yeah. think about, just mm. living in that era. But both of these shows have huge impact and they, they all tell incredibly important stories that have so much to be learned from. And if you have the chance, go and watch both of them. Tick Tick Boom is on Netflix. Tick, and tick, I prefer Tick Tick, tick Boom. Yeah, is Tick Tick Boom good. is. I th- personally, I think it's better because and the music is incredible. Yeah, t- as t- well. Everyone's more talking more about Jamie's fun. It's more fun yeah. and playful, but, but Tick Tick, tick, tick Boom is very good. It's very and good. And the thing about um, when he told him about HIV is, um, Jonathan Larson was like, "I've got no time. I'm running out of time. I'm my life's basically y- you ending." You don't know how that feels. Yeah, and then, and then he just yeah, the character was like. I'm the one who's running out of time. I've, I'm like, oh my god, I've, I've got HIV, and like, it's, in, I know, and again, it's in a very in, incredibly emotional scene, and like the fact that that line says, "You're not the one that knows about running out of time." That's such a powerful and line. That like killer line just drops yeah. in, yeah. and then it just, and then yeah. there's just like the silence. Yeah, but I think all of these have obviously very important stories to tell, and. We have given like we've talked about them lots as we can, obviously, but we we don't know our we don't, we can't actually interpret it for you if you know what yeah. I mean. Just go watch them and then you you will you'll see what we were talking about. Yeah. But next up, we're going to talk about some questions that we've received. Okay, we'll be answering one question today because we don't actually have that much time left. But the question we'll be answering, I'll be asking Eddie, and it's when did you know you weren't straight? For me, I've known for a few years probably since the start of high school is really when I started questioning and that was because I could never see myself in a relationship with a girl or a woman but it always made sense for me to be with a boy it just felt right to me it felt like something I wanted what about you Ethan I totally agree with you it's obviously different for every single person 
But it kind of just wasn't like one day I woke up and I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I see myself with a boy more. It's more just like, it's more, it just happens over time in a way. And it's just, it's, you, you obviously don't know it's happening at all. Or, and I don't really have to describe it, to be honest, because it happened like a long time ago. But I just, I, 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 there's not much really more I can say on it, to be honest. Okay, okay, yeah. I think, yeah, I, th- I think as well it can be quite difficult to, to find yourself out in that way if you if you've never seen people in real life family members who who are in an lgbtq um relationship i think it it then quite can be quite difficult to actually find out that that is a thing that can happen i mean i've got two gay uncles so well i guess one of them's an uncle and one of them's married in but yeah so so that i think when i saw that from a, a younger age that would have probably helped me Normalize it if that makes sense. I also have a two gay uncles. Actually, no, I have two sets of two. Are gay they my uncles? uncles? <laughs> we don't share. Them, really. <laughs> uh, I have two sets of two gay uncles, and definitely having that kind of stuff obviously helps a lot. Yeah. But I think obviously, if you want to send your own questions, actually, uh, you can send them in on Spotify, or you can just come and ask us in person if you actually know us. Um, and yeah, but next week's episode, uh, we're giving you a choice of um, what you want us to talk about. Uh, the two topics that we can, you can choose from between are coming out or identity. And if you want to uh, vote for them, you can choose on a poll on our Spotify. Just go beneath this uh, most recent episode and scroll down and then you'll see the poll there. Um, but thank you very much for listening. And if you stayed around to the end, thank you very much. And yeah, that's basically our show. You've been listening to Dear Straight People, episode three.